authentic self. Okay. Well, hello, ladies, and welcome to Woman to Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Denise Hanks Lawrence, and I'm excited that you have decided to join this journey with me towards wellness. So Woman to Woman Space is created for you to be uplifted, to be encouraged, and to be empowered. We have interviews with individuals who share their stories, hoping that this will be a therapeutic value to you. So I'm excited. I just want to say, if this is your first time listening, welcome. And if you're a regular listening audience, hey, we appreciate you. And thank you for your support, sharing, downloading, and subscribing. You keep the program going. And just wanted to say how much we appreciate you. Today, I have a special guest with me. Her name is Tracy Ann Campbell Cherry. And we're just going to go right into our conversation on today. Tracy, welcome. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Reverend Denise. It's a pleasure to be here today. Oh, good I'm morning, so good afternoon, ladies, anywhere you are in the world. Yes, definitely. You know, as a matter of fact, I forgot to shout out some of our listening audience. Just got the report. We have listening audience in Russia. I said, well, hello now. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so today, Russia, we just want to say hello and hello. welcome. <laughs> definitely. So Tracy, why don't you just go ahead and introduce yourself real quick to our audience? Yes, my name is Tracy Ann Campbell Cherry. I'm 37 years old. I'm a mother of two. I have a son, Liam, who's five, and a daughter, Abigail, and she's one and a half, about to be two. And I am currently um, studying a hotel management, um, and I'm graduating June of this year. Whoop, 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 whoop. Woo! Well, well, yeah. well. <laughs> yes, God has been good. I am also a widow. Um, my husband passed January 5th of 2020, and I am an avid lover of the Lord. Um, from I gave my life to the Lord when I was 16. Best decision I've ever made and will ever make in my life. So I'm just grateful just to be here. Wow, that's a whole lot that we got to like, <laughs> break down right there. <laughs> I just love your beautiful smile and your face. Thank your you. personality is just awesome. Um, you. you know, and uh, I have to give a shout out to Moya. <laughs> yeah. Our spiritual sister. Yes. Going. <laughs> um, but definitely just wanted to invite you here today. Um, I know you said earlier about your husband passing away. We're going to talk mm. a lot about that on today. Uh, we're still in this month of February. Yes. Um, many refer to it as the, you know, the month of love and, and so on, as well as any time. Yeah. Every day, right. Cause God is love. Right. But um, you have so much to give. That's why I invited you to this space for you to share whatever you're comfortable in sharing um, with, because so many are trying to navigate this concept of, you know, love and the concept of having to go through grief, the concept of how do I navigate without that one that I was married to for however long the period is mm-hmm. and now having to raise children on your own yeah and so you know it's a lot it's a lot it's a lot to mm-hmm. to intake it's a lot to deal with and yeah. just want to know how is it how has it been for you and what do you find to be your greatest challenges and also mm-hmm. we're going to talk about some of the the, the joyous moment right and what mm-hmm. is the outcome and what do you see 
as part of your destiny with regards to your current situation? Oh, wow. That's a mouthful, right? <laughs> well, I was married for eight years. Um, this March would have been our 10 year and wedding anniversary. So I was married for eight years. Um, and it's, it's the challenging thing is watching my children go through it. Um, I think as adults, we know how to carpet, um, what do they call it? Uh, we know how, yeah. Yes, we know how to separate things, right? So I know how to turn it off and turn it on. Um, or at least I try, I think I do. Um, but the moments when my son asks me, mom, um, why I'm the only one who doesn't have a daddy? And I would have to be like, you do have a daddy, he's just in heaven. Or seeing my daughter um, look at his pictures and say, daddy, daddy, you know, and it's, it brings water to my eyes because of course, you know, um, it's still very fresh because right, yeah. it's only been a year um, since he's passed. So watching my children going through it, I think it's, it's the most difficult and almost like a helpless feeling um, because I cannot go through that for them as much as my own parents could have gone through me losing a husband for me. You know, it, it was, it's, it, it's something that I had to endure. Um, I couldn't go around it. I couldn't get through it. Um, no, I couldn't go around it or I couldn't like bypass it. You know, I had to literally go through the motions and I'm, right. to be honest, I'm still going through the motions. Um, you spoke about Valentine's day. Oh, that was very difficult for me. And hearing the love songs and seeing all these tokens of love and affection. And that was uh, heartbreaking at times. I think the first year, it's almost like I was numb because I was going through the process right. of, um, you know, planning a funeral, going through the process of, you know, relocating because I had to move from our home, move back in with my mom, um, the process of changing schools for my son. So it was like a constant, wow. literally constantly going and everything from my husband passed, blew up, like everything changed. The but God was so his his tender mercies followed me everywhere I went. You know, I was still able to go back home to my mother's house and she had an empty room. My empty room was still there. Wow. You know, God has a way of turning things around. You know, I went through a situation where I didn't have a vehicle and God worked it out that, you know, by the following week, I had two vehicles. I had two cars. By the Whoa. he didn't even let he didn't even let me go a week like a full two weeks. By the next week, I had two cars. Okay, and the week before I had none because when my husband passed, we had three cars, and then uh -huh. all of a sudden, all of that was gone within the span of the time that he passed. You know, and so and then I had people from his job and friends literally people from his job brought car loads of groceries this is before um the pandemic hit so uh, my house was stocked out with toilet paper with lysol oh, so you already wipes. had that set up and, yes the lord already made provisions i had diapers and wife my, my daughter's still in diapers and the lord already made provisions for wow. me 
that's why I mean, people ask me, how am I still like this after losing a husband? Wouldn't you be bitter towards God? Wouldn't you feel like, you know, why are you even a Christian? No, because when I really take stock of things, my husband um, passed of a um, aneurysm. Uh-huh. And all of the quadrants of his brain, every quadrant of his brain had an aneurysm. That's not like a simple, it's not like he walked out and got hit by a car or, or hit by a bullet or something like that. It was, it, it, it it's not, uh, you know what I mean? It's like, it yeah. was his time. You, and yeah, it wasn't yeah. even one section of his brain. It was all the of entire that, brain, right. the entire brain. And I remember him laying on, on, in the waiting room and I just saw one tear rolling down his cheek and then I I held his feet because his feet was getting cold and I didn't really understand why his feet was so cold and then I prayed and you know when you pray you know that God answered you like you know that he heard your prayer Mm -hmm. I don't know if you're it's almost like a spider-man sensation that's what I have that tingling like I feel like when I went and I could barely say the words but it was a small prayer and I'm like Lord I know you're able to heal Mm. I know you're able to heal I know this is nothing for you there's nothing impossible yeah and I'm asking you to to heal him and he healed him, but not in the way that I thought, right? Right. Right? Right. He healed him, but not in the way that I thought. So after that, how do you cope? Like as a young, as a young woman with two small children, yeah, with two small children, I was number one, I was at a loss. I was confused Mm -hmm. because I was saying we're literally, my husband went to, uh, um to the first home buyers program the night before like saturday and so we were about to go and look at a house we had already got the loan letter ready we were going to look at a house the next week and wow. we literally had to just pick out a house and then that would have been it yeah. and so i'm like I am not thinking of any of this. My husband's about to start a business because he was, uh, irony is that he was a funeral director, right? So yeah, he was a funeral director. So it was like, I'm thinking he planned everybody's prearrangements. All the old people go yeah. to him. He's doing yeah, their prearrangements. This is what he does, right? This, this is, is what, what he does. does. Right. That's, his, that's his business. Right. Lack of a better word, you know? And it was just like, what? I was so thrown. I was like, this is not my life. This is so none I, of that was planned for you. No. Oh my so God. Here, so but, this is almost the same when they say a carpenter's kid never wear um what they say, oh what's it now? A shoemaker's kid never wear a good right. shoe. Yeah. Kind yeah. of. So this is his profession. However, unfortunately, yeah, that was not prepared. No, well, well, no, not I mean he's 36. I'm thinking way down the line, you know what I mean? Like we we spoke about death often because if there's a situation that happened at work and it was a young woman or a young man, he was like, oh my gosh, babe, this happened. And you know, it, it was like, we spoke about death regularly. If a situation come up, oh, if this happens, I would want this. Or if right. that happened, what I would want that. So we, we always spoke of it very cavalierly, just very, you know, 
out of the blue and babe, I want this. I want a mausoleum. I want, I want to have two suits, one for the wake, one for the funeral. Cause my husband was extra. <laughs> he's that type of man. Cause Don't his socks me. got a man. Like, he doesn't wear just simple blue and, and black socks. He's got to have the colors that match his tie and that, that matches little Le Pen, you know, and he has, I, mean, hey, I got to have a different wig. So I'm not going to judge here. <laughs> there's he a wig just, for the interview. There's a wig for the, the yeah. service. There's a wig different. Okay. <laughs> he, he was, he was that type of guy. Very, um, everybody's best friend. You know, uh -huh. we had over a thousand people at his funeral, wow. over a thousand people at his funeral. That's how benoble he was. Of, of his character, it's, yes. Yeah, and that one, one of his favorite scripture was like, let my work speak for me. Wow. And which was written on his casket as well. Let my, let my, let my words, my work speak for me. And it showed the type of man that he was, you know, yeah. very involved in the church,